Stampede. Garner is in 184, recorded 5 14, 2023. willing to forgive what has happened in this country, and you shouldn't either. I recognize the historic failures that have plagued us in taking this land from Native Americans, the use of slavery to produce a society for those who were owned and those who were the masters. I understand these failures. But what I think may not be commonly accepted. You see, I believe no one, no political or military force can own this country. Neither European immigrants nor Native Americans. In defense of indigenous people, it's possible spiritually. They were, and perhaps still are, closer to the meaning of this land, but they never owned it. They were in a continual struggle within their indigenous people, a conflict of differences. So like the immigrant Europeans, 
of which I'm part of, we came with a different means of taking this land, but we're mistaken if we believe we own it, just as Native Americans could never have owned it. Considering our stewardship of this land, we're probably not doing as well as Native American culture. We've created a materialistic culture, sacrificing our spiritual connection to the natural world for the convenience of material things. Our failures may be that we've entrusted our future to consumerism, to assure our need for things. Consumerism has brought us something other than a new car, a large house, a refrigerator, a washing or drying machine, a television, a computer, and much more. That can't be denied. But it's brought something else. Yes, we took this land, but we could never own it. We can only deceive ourselves into believing that it will always be ours. Consumerism has brought something very ugly with our wanting more. And for some time now, it's produced an illness. Consumerism may have brought us what we call prosperity, but also produced violence, corruption, envy, and greed. We are a debtor country with serious societal problems, and that doesn't make for a secure future. We may not be a great nation except in producing illusions.
Now, when it comes to other historical failures, it has always been our history with slavery. In 2021, it was determined that 47.2 million people in America identified themselves as being black, even with immigration of black people from the Caribbean and Africa after the Civil War, it's safe to assume that of those 47.2 million black people, most have ancestors that worked as slaves in this country. It's estimated that over the 400 years that slavery existed, bringing Africans from West Africa to the New World, there were about 12.8 million people who eventually were sold and used as a labor force to support a southern agrarian economy. Now, I won't talk about the moral failure slavery brought to this country. It was also widely used in other parts of the world. But there are several other forms of slavery that didn't just exist for Africans. Indentured slavery also existed. It's estimated that over 300,000 Europeans came to the colonies to work without pay in exchange for the price of passage to come to America. Their contracts could be sold, loaned, or inherited by their masters. Indentured servitude ended when slavery from Africa became more profitable. In America, it's widely believed that slavery ended with Lincoln signing by executive order the Emancipation Proclamation to free all slaves in the Confederate States. But slavery has lots of different forms, and today economic systems by default promote a form of slavery. Modern-day slavery exists in a large segment of the workforce forever confined to working at minimum wages. This exists in agricultural labor, in the fast food industry, and unskilled workers in manufacturing. So in truth, this is a different form of slavery without an individual being bought or sold, but confined especially to a lower class. It's believed education can break the cycle, but consumerism breeds the desire to get more, and with it a distinction of those who get more and those who don't. In the natural world, greed and jealousy don't exist. I feel so bad, I got a worried mind I'm so lonesome all the time Since I left my baby behind on Blue Bayou Saving nickels, saving dimes Working till the sun don't shine Looking forward to happier times on Blue Bayou 
fishing boats with their sails afloat. If I could only see that familiar sunrise through sleepy eyes, how happy I'd be. So injustices exist in this country. Consumerism isn't capable of correcting them. I'm not even sure reparation can resolve what took place in the past and even persists today. Can this land that was taken from Native Americans be returned? That will never happen. Can reparations for black Americans go forward based on slavery that lasted over 400 years? Well, maybe some people believe laws should be passed to pay correcting those wrongs. It's true. When the U.S. government confiscated the businesses of Japanese citizens and confined them to internment camps, During World War II, about 120,000 Japanese were unjustly treated. They were granted reparations by the Civil Liberties Act of 1988 and given $20,000 each. That reparation could never correct what was done but it was done because it was possible to determine the identity of the people who had been wronged. Today, the state of California is establishing a task force that could cost billions of dollars to remedy historic inequities in housing, policing, and health care. It's considering restitution for 2.5 million black Californians, attempting to pay $115,260 or $2,352 each year from 1979 to the year 2020 for mass imprisonment and over-policing. The recommendations would also allocate $13,619 for each year of residing during health care inequities and $3,366 for housing discrimination. 
Now, inequities and injustices are nothing new in this country. So let me just say reparations for 2.5 million black Californians isn't going to happen. As much as I believe this country creates injustices, the root cause can never be resolved by cash, especially if this country is bankrupt. People believe if they win the lotto, their problems will be solved. But that isn't true. I have never envied folks with money. Millionaires don't get along so well. I have you but haven't any money. Still the combination would be swell. Baby, what I couldn't do With plenty of money and you In spite of the worry that money brings Just a little filthy lucre buys a lot of things And I could take you to places you'd like to go But outside of that, I've no use for dough It's the root of all evil, of strife and upheaval But I'm certain, honey, that life could be sunny With plenty of money and you Well, the irony of cash payments, especially billions of dollars, isn't lost on me Maybe if you people haven't noticed lately This country is bankrupt, and it's safe to say when you have a government with over $31 trillion in debt, it stretches the imagination to say our financial future is secure. The whole premise of a consumerist economy is based on cash flow. You know, Keep buying all sorts of stuff so revenues from taxes can pay for the cost of running the government. But someone forgot to tell the people who work for our government that if you continue to borrow money to pay your bills, that could lead to unpleasant consequences. Just as a practical note, if you don't make enough money to pay the mortgage on your house. All sorts of bank laws passed by our Congress permit the bank to foreclose on your house and throw you out into the street. Of course, politicians don't believe in that happening to them because they believe their salaries are guaranteed. I believe in the old adage, What's good for the goose is good for the gander. But, of course, the rules are a little different for the government. They're in the business of issuing a currency that the public uses. And it's a widely held belief in this country that a piece of paper that says, backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government, means exactly what it says. Now, 
that's especially true because as our modern monetary system suggests, the government can print as much money as it likes. As I've said in previous shows, I've got a sneaky feeling when you print money, especially lots of it, it tends to have less value. Or put another way, it becomes less trustworthy. Or even more explicitly, leads to inflation. Now that's not an uncommon phenomenon. Faith and trustworthiness reaches right into the heart of a government and its viability. You know, I've heard about a lot of people kind that are suffering from the weary blues So I thought I'd go out amongst the people Just to see if I couldn't sort of change their views And then I took them all together And I said, brothers and sisters, here's what I've come to preach Do you know that sadness is a curse? Yeah, and you'll find nothing worse And here's the way I made my little speech I said, do you know who I am with this horn in my hand? Why, I'm that old medicine man for your blues. You know what I'll do? I'll make each little trouble and care float like a little bubble on air. And with my old clarinet, why, the results I can get, say, folks, there ain't no troubles yet I can't lose. No, sir. Come on and trust me, I want to be your medicine man for your blues. At present, most central banks worldwide are in the process of launching their own digital currencies. It's called CBDC money. It's a fiat digital currency issued by a country's central bank and could be used by households and businesses as a means of making payments. It's designed to replace traditional reserve and settlement accounts used by countries today. In other words, a country, any country, with a central bank would no longer make transactions based on a country's currency, but by a digital currency issued directly by a central bank, identifiable as belonging to its sovereign nation. I'm not an economist, so I can't determine how an exact method CBDC money would work. But one of its concepts involved financial inclusion, which would, for any legal resident or citizen of a country, provide a free or low-cost bank account. The system would keep track of every amount of CBDC money held by an individual or corporation. 
in regard to criminal activity that presently exists in our monetary system today, CBDC would control distribution, thereby making it easier to spot criminal activity by observing financial transactions. Digital currency would offer an alternative to physical cash, whose abolition is currently being considered. It should be clear that a new form of money now being considered is the result of financial failures. The United States is historically the largest debtor country in the world, with over $31 trillion. And any politician or economist who would tell you this country is going to pay down that debt is lying. It won't be done. Well, it's obvious with CBDC, our government will no longer be the full faith and credit of our currency. You should realize a major shift is about to happen, and it's happening soon. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Dinah Washington singing This Bitter Earth, a 1960 release. Then from the album Prison Blues, B.B. and six others splitting firewood. Followed with Blue Bayou, a 1977 recording by Linda Ronstadt. Next was a short cut of Dick Powell's with plenty of money and you from the 1937 movie Gold Diggers, and then a short cut from Ted Lewis's I'm the Medicine Man for Your Blues, 
1929 recording. And to close, cut of this bitter earth. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.